This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is Let's Talk About It with Janelle King. All right, so disclaimer. If you are a woman who is emotionally weak, who's super sensitive, who gets offended by everything, who just doesn't know how to handle tough conversations, this is going to be really difficult for you. If you don't want to be that woman, this is going to be perfect for you. If you're a woman who's already been through your trials and tribulations and you, you've, you've discovered that I am the constant in all of these issues and now I'm going to work on me and I'm looking inside, then this is going to be a perfect podcast for you. But it's time to talk about women and whether or not we are the problem in a lot of cases. So my dad, growing up, my dad used to say something to me. He used to talk about how in the Bible it refers to women as being fragile. And he told me that that, that, that that doesn't mean that I am easily broken. What it means is that I need to be handled with care, that, you know, I'm delicate. There's just things about me that makes me that way. And so that stood with me. So I never, I didn't, I didn't grow up thinking that I was weak or that I needed to be taken care of, so to speak. But I grew up feeling like I, there's something about me that makes me a little more gentle and that I need to be handled with care. Thought that was great. So I didn't really know how to start this conversation at the beginning. I, I had so many different directions I wanted to go into, but I just kind of changed my mind multiple times. I knew who I wanted to bring in to talk about this, and I, I just it, it it had me going in different directions. But what I realized is that when I think about women in leadership, I feel like we go in two different directions. We either fall apart or we thrive. It seems to be no middle. And I didn't understand why this was. And so I asked myself, okay, so we're all the same gender. We come packaged with certain things that's just automatically in us. And that being said, I was like, so what is the difference? Like what causes this two, us to go in these two different directions? And I had to boil it down to ideology. It's how we see our role as a woman. So I think that feminism is the worst thing that ever was created and it doesn't work. It causes you to focus outward on everything. There's a lot of external competition with men that's just not even, I mean, I don't even think understand why we're trying to compete with men. Like they're in a whole different space than we're in, right? We'll never beat men. They're, I mean, we're just not, right? Like we, men would never beat us in our space. It's just how it is. And I think that feminism also puts you in this whole energy where you feel like you have to put men down in order to rise yourself up. And that's because you are innately realizing that I can't compete in a man's space. Instead of owning that, we're just going to make them the problem. Where I feel like traditional values and the traditional space, which is where I live in, and so much more peaceful if you haven't tried it, you should, it causes you to have more of an inward focus. When things happen, I tend to think, like, what I, was, I, was I too much in that? Or... Did I say that wrong? Or, you know, you just start to process yourself. It doesn't mean that you're always the problem. It just means that you're willing to be the problem, <laughs> if that's what it is, which I don't think a lot of women are. Then 
in traditional values, we have a, a healthy respect for hierarchy because we understand that hierarchy exists for organizational purposes, not for control. It's God's ordained way of making sure that we maintain structure and that control is all about who is at the head of the hierarchy, not the system itself. So it's not about there being a hierarchy. I mean, hierarchies exist and they're going to exist and they're going to forever be here. You're never going to stop it. However, it, you know, obviously it looks different depending on who's at the top, who's at the bottom, who's in the middle. But the idea that a woman and a man can operate in the same space, the exact same way is just silly which the Bible talks about silly women, which I think we're kind of living in the era of silly women. That's for sure. Women, we have a very unique quality. We have unique qualities, unique skill sets. But I do think that we avoid focusing on our personal shortcomings. I think we, we make it someone else's problem because it's just so painful for us to be the problem. Don't understand where that comes from, but apparently that's where we are. And I think this is very, I think we're also very sensitive and easily offended. And we think that, that our offense should be someone else's problem. Stacey Abrams made a comment where she said, if I lose, it's black men's fault. That's pretty much what she said, right? It's the black man's fault, which it seems to always be. But anyway, it's the black man's fault if I lose. I thought that was ridiculous. And then I made some comments um, on, on my, my show the, here in Georgia where I basically was like, you know, well, women claim to be unprotected, but I think men are disrespected primarily by black women. So that's what you're going to get. And the pushback that I got, surprise, surprise, came from women. I think I had like one guy say something negative because but, but it wasn't even about the comment as much as it was about my ideology. Right. I heard women saying things like, oh, it's misogynistic if a man doesn't vote for Stacey Abrams. And I'm like, you are insane. What are you talking about? Men don't even think like that. They're such they're logical beings. But we'll get into that when I bring in bring in my guests. I heard one woman say something that I thought was just completely asinine. She said that there are men who operate in self-hate and that's the only reason why they will vote outside of the Democratic Party. That's the most insane comment I think I've ever... So we're going to continue to beat them down to get them to do what we want them to do. Great. Great strategy. We'll see how that works out. The idea that we can make better decisions. I think we feel like, you know, there's always another way and we got to make sure that that way is highlighted just as much as the way that the the man in your life or the man that you're working with or that you are supposed to be submitted to in some capacity. We think that this is like our way has to be heard even if it's not going to be utilized. I also think that there's an ultimate fear and it's an intense fear that by following you're not going to be seen or heard. That somehow following is a weak position. Like it's the position of, of the weak. I thought about this and I said, let's go back to the very first woman. I mean, Eve, to me, if you really study her, she is every bit of a woman. Okay. <laughs> All the commands was given to Adam. So when she decided that she wanted to eat that fruit, she wasn't just disrespecting God. She was also disrespecting Adam. And I was wondering, how is it that the very first woman to ever exist who didn't have the influence of girlfriends who didn't know what they were talking about as of yet, who didn't have the influence of a bunch of like single women who feel like, you know, I'm going to somehow, you know, teach you how to be married. Instead of having all of that, that wasn't even there. Eve still was disobedient to her husband. It was this thing inside of her where it's like, I got to figure it out for myself. It's almost as if she had to 
just, you know, prove that she was as equal as he was when there was nobody to prove it to except for Satan. Not only that, but then she had to convince her husband, which is a whole other conversation, too. (laughs) And now the husband gave in, probably didn't want to hear her or hear her, you know, yapping on. And what's interesting, though, is that the curse didn't come until he ate it. Like, so when she ate it, it was like, girl, you are tripping. Like, why are you not listening? (laughs) But when he ate it, now all of a sudden we're all cursed for eternity. It just proves that sometimes as women, our decisions are catastrophic. We think that it's cute. It's almost like, oh, I made that mistake. I know, but had this lined up right, then it wouldn't have been an issue. Oh, it's so insane. If you can tell, I'm really frustrated about this. Actually, I'm really passionate about it because I love women, but I just want us to be better. But here's a positive. The positive side of this is that I do believe that our downfall can also be our superpower. The very thing that can take us down and has taken us down so many times is also the thing that makes us so powerful. I do believe that women have a special spiritual connection to God. I think we have a spiritual connection to the spiritual world in general, which is why there's enmity between us and Satan, right? Like we're we're constantly in battle with Satan, right? Because we have a really tight connection with the spiritual world. And this comes in handy when it comes to dealing with our kids. It comes in handy when it comes to dealing with our husbands. When they're afraid or they're having an emotional moment, they don't really know how to process that as well. So this is when we can come in and say, oh, I, I'll show you how to work through these emotional moments and still be successful. I think that's a strength we have. Going back to Eve, I do think that Eve was extremely spiritually connected, but she didn't know what to do with it. And she allowed that fear of being left behind, not being seen, to cause her to do something extremely, extremely destructive. Now, as I close and bring in my guests, please remember that I'm not saying that leadership is about gender. However, we lead in different ways. You don't always have to lead the way he leads, but I know we want to. I think it's about self-awareness. I think what makes leaders great are leaders who are self-aware. Leaders who are willing to say, this is my weakness, this is my Achilles heel, and it's okay. So why can't we as women embrace our strengths rather than seeing them as weakness? And again, what my hope is for women is that we will take the season that's starting to rise. I think more women are starting to speak up about this issue and we'll use as a time to heal, that we'll be open to criticism, that we'll stop emasculating, that we'll stop trying to suppress masculinity, and that we will allow men to be men Let men talk instead of claiming they don't talk because they do talk. We just don't give them a space to talk. And as I'm closing my rant, I'm going to go into my second part with my girl, Carmenthia Moore. Let me give you a little bit about her before we bring her in, because this is going to be a good discussion. This is really you're going to sit in on a discussion between two girlfriends, real life girlfriends. Like this is not like somebody I just found. It was she's a real life girlfriend. (laughs) Carmenthia Moore is a Atlanta based technology consultant who more than two-decade career has included consulting for both national and international companies. Throughout the course of her career, Mrs. Moore managed to budget upwards of $100 million, manage more than 500 national and international resources. So there, there goes your, um, uh, you know, she's not out here doing things. Yes, she is. But she's also a wife, a mother. She and her husband, Demetrius, have six beautiful children, ranging from 28 to 10 years old. She's a graduate of the Atlanta Christian College and the founder and managing partner of PCS LLC. She has become known for her keen finance acumen, budget management, 
timely IT transformation and creative innovation. Mrs. Moore served as a chairwoman in technology for a Fortune 500 company. This role opened up doors for several speaking engagements, allowing her to broadly reach underserved women, college students, and young girls, introducing them to the world of technology and endless career opportunities. And Mrs. Moore is also an active pro-life activist. She was a candidate for Georgia State House District 45, a political analyst, and she and her family have been faithful members of Church of the Apostles, also my church, and server as Sunday school teachers for the children's ministry. So just so you know, Carmenthia, she's she's the business. You're, Welcome. You're too kind. Thank you. <laughs> well, because I think they're going to assume that I'm going to bring in a woman who is like weak and docile to talk about this subject, right? No. No, we're not weak women. We're out here doing things. Absolutely. But we also know our role in the midst of doing these things. Absolutely. So how, yeah. how do we, how do we, I mean, let me ask you this. Are we holding women accountable? Absolutely not. And that, and to a fault, um, the same thing with children. If you don't hold them accountable for their actions, they just get worse over time, Absolutely. right? And that is what where they, they don't take any self-awareness or self-responsibility for their actions. And like I asked my children when something happened, what could you have done differently? Right, right. right. I don't want to hear about what everybody else has done. What you can only control yourself. <laughs> so what could you have done differently? And right. if we start looking at ourselves as women mm-hmm. in that mindset, in that situation, I understand a lot of things happen. Mm-hmm. But what could I have done differently? Right. We will have, you know, much better women. More success, right? Yes, absolutely. Was there anything I said that was wrong or unfair? And what would you add to it? Oh, my goodness. There were so many things <laughs> that you said. I'm, like, taking notes fiercely. Um the one that I liked the the best was mm. um, calling out Stacey Abrams to say, if I lose, it's the man fault. Mm. It's so hypocritical because we say we don't need a man. That's the mantra. <laughs> right. But if I fail, it's their fault. How hypocritical, right? right. Um, a comedian was just talking about the women's basketball team. Oh, you <laughs> want us to watch it too to make it successful, <laughs> but you don't need us, right? Right. So if... It's failing. How is it that you're blaming us? Right. right. Where are the women? Where are the feminists yeah. who are calling for the, yeah. the WMB? Exactly. <laughs> and I've been to them, and they're not there. But right. yet, they're going to blame the man for they're not getting equal pay and you know, always the man's fault. It's always someone else's fault. Always. Yes. Even down to body image. Even down to body image. Right. It's always someone else's fault. Now I need to make sure I show women who are morbidly obese, which is, which is just unhealthy. It's unhealthy. Within itself. It's unhealthy. And then force you to call it beautiful. Yes. And here's the thing. There are men who love that. Right. Who, who's OK with the woman's morbid obese. I have an issue with you being unhealthy. I don't have an issue with what you look like. I have an issue with you being unhealthy. Yes, but you would be shamed for making that statement. Oh, for sure. I'm sure. I'm sure there's someone yeah. right now that's like typing in the comment section or something. Yes. So it doesn't it. It, it doesn't mean that all skinny women are healthy. Right. That, that, Not at that's, all. You know, anorexic. Anorexia is not healthy or attractive or, or attractive. But what we're saying is don't take unhealthy habits that right. we do and try to glorify it right. because it's not helping us at all. Right. Not and at all. No, it's not helping us at all. So wh- wh- where do we go wrong? 
<laughs> oh my goodness! So you started out on Eve, yes, right? It's all it's, it's 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 all about choices, <laughs> right? And what we entertain in our mind, mm-hmm. because if she wasn't entertaining the conversation with Satan. She wouldn't have been led down the wrong path. And a lot of women entertain a lot of things that they shouldn't. I'm about to call out the queen bee, right? (laughs) Let's do it. I mean, we listen to these songs. Can Mm -hmm. you pay my bills? But you don't need a man. (laughs) (laughs) Who's paying these bills? You know, (laughs) exactly. We listen to all these songs that they're singing. Who ruled the world? Girls, right? But, but haven't. Yet, but, but haven't. But yet she goes home to her husband and her beautiful family yep. while you have black women and other women mm-hmm. listening to yes. this. And it's getting into their minds and they're thinking right. they're queen bees mm-hmm. and have power over nothing, not even their own lives. And mm. so we have to watch what we're entertaining yeah. versus our eyes and our ears, mm-hmm. right? And said, and that was Eve's fault. She had choices. She yes. had the best yes. in her environment. But right. she listened to something that lured mm-hmm. her away from her best. And yeah. women are constantly listening to things that's luring them away from their best. That's my right. feet want to be my hands. Mm. Right. We literally can birth a human being, right. incubate that thing in our body for nine months, and we want, we're listening to people yeah. say yeah. that that is not enough. That is right, right, and completely discrediting and, and discredit every bit of what you do. Absolutely, right. It's like what like, like you said. You're telling me that this is not a baby. You're telling me that it's not not even a life. And this I'm just not. like, my body is doing something remarkable, a miracle here. A miracle that you can see, but right. we discredit. And we're yeah. listening to society tell us that being a woman, feminism mm-hmm. is weakness. No, yeah. it is absolutely beautiful. Yes. To be feminine when you use it in the rightful way. I mean, right. Jezebel used her feminism. In one way. Right, right. When we say, we're not talking about feminism, what they're doing. We're talking about our femininity. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) You know, she used it in one way and she lured Mm -hmm. a king to killing John the Baptist, a prophet. And she taught her daughter. Yeah. Those same manipulative, alluring right. ways with no shame. Right. She also died being eaten up by the dog. So, you know, you, you, we, need to mean... understand, we need to understand that. And right. a lot of women are mm-hmm. looking for the same type of power mm-hmm. that Jezebel had. But are you really looking for the same type of death that she had to live because of those decisions. Can we talk about consequences? There are absolutely there consequences. Are consequences. And people want to live that mm-hmm. you leave that out of the conversations. Yes. Yes, you can absolutely do this. Right. But there are consequences to all of our Because our on the action. flip side you have Esther. We and have, Ruth. I was going there. Right? <laughs> Perfect example. <laughs> exactly. They Esther used her power in a meek Mm-hmm. Way she did not use alluring uh, and and it mm-hmm. wasn't for selfish ambition. It was to save other people, right? Not her own self, right? Y- you get what I'm saying. That's yeah. what a queen really is. Mm-hmm. It's about 
others. It's not mm-hmm. about yourself. Yeah. It was an outward focus. So. You know what? My So my son, right, he's my bonus son. Love him. He's I grown. Love that. Yes, love him too. <laughs> he is, um, he says something, he was watching a video of a guy who's who said that, you know, single, he said that in some cases, not all, not all, you know, my husband was raised with a single mom and mm-hmm. they did a great job and I'm going to talk, talk about what he they did differently. But he made a statement where he said that he was, that, that some women our single moms raise their sons to be the man they always wanted yes doesn't raise them to actually be a man it kind of like it, they, they kind of pull out the masculine side of him yes. that, that makes them feel threatened and it, it emasc- emasculates him down to absolutely nothing absolutely. but on the flip side you do have some single moms which I credit to my mother-in-law and my yes. grandmother-in-law um, that decided that I don't know how to raise you to be a man because I'm not a man but I'm going to raise you to be a good person with character and integrity. Yes. And whatever your man comes out, however it comes out, we're just going to deal with it. And to this day, they still do. Oh. Like, whatever Kelvin's in his man, they're just like, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, I, I believe, and I was a single mother for a, mm. a, a good portion of my older um, my oldest son's life. And so I can attest to, you know, having to pray and find that balance that... Mm-hmm. I don't fall into the trap of turning him into my man of my yeah, my dreams. Right. This is my son. Mm-hmm. And I can't teach him how to be a man. But the things I do know, mm-hmm. I remember he may have been 10 or 11 mm-hmm. and a mouse, they was cutting down some things in the backyard. And of course, the mouse uh-huh. came into the house. Yeah. And I told him. As a male figure, you're going to get that mouse <laughs> out of the house, right? Right. Instead of me, yeah. you know, Mama Bear is here. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am Mama Bear, but there was right. just certain things. I'm not taking out trash. Yes. I'm not washing the toilet and mm-hmm. I'm not washing the tub as long as I have a man mm-hmm. in the house. And it mm-hmm. seems small things. Well, because you were you were training him. Tra- training him. For what was to come. Exactly. Like there are certain things that, mm-hmm. of course, I'm I'm here in the background, but letting yeah. him know that mm-hmm. I'm your mother, but I'm still a female mm-hmm. in this household, teaching him how to take yeah. charge of that. He was mm-hmm. opening my door mm-hmm. as well as other women doors since mm-hmm. the time he he knew mm-hmm. and could, you know, had enough strength to pull a door. Yeah. And so I couldn't teach him everything, but he had a step grandfather. You knew certain things. I knew certain things. Yeah. And I his step grandfather mm-hmm. also bring him over there cutting mm. grass and these are the things you need to take care of because I knew that mm-hmm. me trying to be mm-hmm. his male figure was inept. There was, there was no way that I can do that. And you know what? You know what? So, and before I hear anybody, because I can hear women in my head saying, well, you could do that. A woman can do that. A woman can do no. this. A woman can do that. Before we even go in that direction, let's be clear. When things go bump in the night, you're looking at that man. Unless there's no man in the house. Absolutely. You're looking towards the man. Like, who's going to go check this out? Absolutely. Right? I don't so, need him scared right. and I'm scared. We both right. pulling up the cupboard. Somebody <laughs> need to get up. Somebody got to do it see. afraid. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And thank goodness for the Second Amendment. Absolutely. Now, now everyone can be can be protected. <laughs> absolutely. No, absolutely. And, but, yeah. and, and that's mm-hmm. that's the scary part. Mm-hmm. Uh, we... <laughs> Okay, mm-hmm. quick antidote. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so remember they wanted to take Snow White? 
Okay. Uh, they wanted to cancel Snow White. That's right. Oh, because she was servitude to these these yeah, the seven. Damsel uh, in the, the, yes, and mm-hmm. she's subs. You know, she's cooking, she's cleaning <laughs> for these dwarves, and all of this. They were. I mean, they were just. Yeah. Wanting to pull it out of circulation, but never, no one ever thought about. Here are seven men who put mm-hmm. their life on the line for this young lady, <laughs> going against her government. They're right. trying to kill her. They're literally protecting her with their lives and sharing every bit. She stayed in the house because mm-hmm. she couldn't go out. They mm-hmm. brought the food back. Yeah. They did all of this, right? They sustained her. They sustained the her time. and put their life at. <laughs> risk at the you know against right. their right. government <laughs> the queen it. at <laughs> least she can do is cook some food you know like we are not in the bible when women say submit i give that antidote for people who don't yeah. subscribe to the bible right yeah. so maybe you don't get those stories right. but hopefully right. that yeah. from your childhood when you go back you and remember look at, snow white right? you remember snow okay. white right okay. yeah. and so women have a problem they're like i'm not submitting to a man but i say read further Mm. What is it asking the man to do? Mm -hmm. He said, submit to your wife as God submitted to the church. What did God do? Mm -hmm. He gave his life. Right. So it's telling the man to die for her. Right. I know. He's just asking you. To submit to him. He is dying for you. (laughs) Calm down. Right? Yes. (laughs) He didn't ask you to die for him. Right. But he commanded him to Mm -hmm. die for you, to put Mm -hmm. his life on the line for you. And Mm -hmm. we're worried about submitting. I know. Because we are, you know, the the word submission has just taken on a whole life of itself, right? Yeah. It's just, it's been moved away from what it really is. Yeah. And it just, it just really means that both of us can't ride the horse in the front. Like somebody has to sit in the back, right? Anything with two heads is a monster. It is a, exactly. Anything with two heads is a monster. I love that. And so... And, and we're walking around with a bunch of monsters mm-hmm. right now. So mm. uh, that's a good point because that is what it is, right? Yes. And it's such a double-minded perspective. Absolutely. It's a I don't need you, but I need you to go. You know, like I said, when something goes bump in the night, I don't need you. Yeah. You know, you, I, I th- women will go into will 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 God forbid this is happening in someone's home, but I know it is. Will curse their husbands out. Absolutely. And then the whole night fall asleep, hear something and go bump in the night and then it's like, but you gotta go get it. Yeah. What if he said, no, you go get it. <laughs> You're the man. Right. <laughs> Put your pants on and go take care of this. Right. You know. <laughs> I'm gonna lay right here. Yes. And wait on the police. Since you want to run into this position. But but here, I mean, mm-hmm. look at our military. Right. We have other countries that are building up their military. We look at mm-hmm. China and their training, mm-hmm. and we're saying to bring down the requirements for our SEALs. Right. Like how, I mean, how tricky does Satan have to be for you to understand <laughs> that that is absolutely ludicrous and, absolutely. Not in your, and not in your best interest? Because at the end of the day, Human nature says that when the when the when the rubber meets the road, absolutely, you're gonna operate in who you are, your core being of yeah, who you are. That's absolutely, regardless of whether you agree or disagree, there's but so much manly you can pull out of that woman. Okay? Absolutely, <laughs> that, that, <there's laughs> there's but so much man can come out of that, that woman. Okay, can come out, but we we again we just want mm-hmm. to continue yeah. to 
how fight for petition. What do you say to women who are listening and who says that these women hate women? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Well, I'll tell them over the course of my life, I've taken in over 22 Mm. children and women Mm -hmm. with children. Mm. So you can test me by my fruit. Right. Okay. (laughs) I advocate for women in court Mm -hmm. who are going through domestic violence. Right. So I, I, I can't hate women. Because right. I am actually, by my fruit, you can mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. my love for women and my love for children. So, mm-hmm. the, I mean, um, take this that to somebody else. This whole conversation is because we love women. Because we love, we <laughs> discipline right. out of love. Absolutely. We dis to have the better mm-hmm. you, because the women yeah. who are hating this message, mm-hmm. if they sit still for one moment right, and really challenge how happy they've been in this last week, right. how happy they've been in this last month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They will realize that, mm-hmm. you know what, what yeah. I've been trying so far <laughs> hasn't been successful. Yeah, okay? for sure. I am really not happy. Right. Feminist women are some of the angriest women. Most unhappy. Unhappy. Most depressed. Depressed women <laughs> that I've ever seen. Every time you see them there. Right. I mean, just... I know it's, it's it's an emotional. You can see the emotional draining yes. that's happening when you're operating outside of your your unique skill set and exactly. strength. I mean, there is a calmness that comes in submission, right? Oh, there is. And really, what it means is like you come together as a couple, set the mission. Okay. You let him say, "I'm going to lead the mission," absolutely, and you're going to follow it. Yes. So you're you're putting it together. Like no one's doing anything it's that team. no one wants to do. It's yeah. a team. Now, yeah. now let me let me. Backtrack on that, because there are plenty of times when you have to do things that you don't want to do. Oh, absolutely. It's just how it is, right? Yeah. But yeah. we do that but for that's our part bosses. Of, that, that's part of being a team. Go it's ahead. Part, yeah, it's part of being a team. Yeah. And we do, we do it team. for our bosses. Yeah. We do it for, you know, our, our kids. We do it for anybody else. Yes. But it seems like when it comes to dealing with that man, it's like, ah. And let me tell you, I know everybody (laughs) haven't seen everybody hate Chris, but there's some days I work, Uh I do well in my career. Mm -hmm. But anytime I can come home and be like, my man got two jobs. (laughs) You you know, (laughs) at the end of the day, I am, you know, it's a choice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that I go out and work. But that workspace does not come before my husband or my family. Right. Right. You you get what I'm saying? And it creates order. And it creates order. So, so as we close, because this, oh my god, our time goes by so oh my so fast. But, 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 no, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm starting a close. Yes, but yes, okay. I'm gonna let you do your um, whatever you want to share, right? Um, but as we're we're coming to a close, I do think it's important to understand that this message is a necessary message for where we are right now. Our men need our support in being masculine and being who they are called to be because we need them to be who they're called to be. And most women will come back to you and will like, well, men are not in their rightful place. And that is true. And we understand that there are a a lot of men that are not in their rightful place. We understand that. And... But but you're not going to help them by by yes. pulling them down, by emasculating them yes. at all. And I'm going to say something that's going to be extremely controversial. But I believe that a lot of men are not in their rightful place because of women. Absolutely. 
I do. And I hate to say in some of the policies that we've put in place yes. behind this feminist movement, of behind the welfare yes. state, and yes. things of that nature, where they told black women to trade their husbands in. <laughs> for food stamps. For food stamps and marry the government. And right. um, people will be upset with that. But right. we will It's the know. truth. 80% marriage rate mm-hmm. in the 60s. Mm-hmm down to less than 30 percent right now Mm -hmm. direct correlation to crime directly because you have a whole community of women ran houses women ran they did the best that they could do right but it wasn't the best that god could have done Mm. and because we've traded that in Mm -hmm. um we see the consequences of it and i'll say this too the bible Mm -hmm. show women Mm -hmm. that were in leadership Mm-hmm. All the and time. Most Christians always go to that. What about Deborah? What about this one? What about that one? <laughs> but they also need to remember during that time, it was a time of judgment. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. God also said that he would make women rule over you mm-hmm. when you have been disobedient as a land. Right. So when the, it ended up like that, because God will use whom he mm-hmm. will use. We need mm-hmm. to recognize when women mm-hmm. are in leadership that mm-hmm. we are under a time of judgment. The Bible mm-hmm. is very clear mm-hmm. about that. So we as women should not be hey. rushing to the head and be happy about <laughs> it. I mean, if if, if, it is, mm-hmm. if it's needed, then of course we rise mm-hmm. to the occasion. Mm-hmm. But we need to be weeping all the way there because that means that our men are not in place. And you know what? That's something that reminds me of something else my dad used to say growing up. He used to be like, it's tight but it's right (laughs) (laughs) it's the truth I mean it's the truth right it's the truth I mean we there are there are areas that I know we see in our husbands that we're like okay I know this is not a strength for you but I don't point it out and cast it down and you know instead I'm like how do I support this right how do I pray for you how do I support you that's where we need to be absolutely okay Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, that was one of them mm-hmm. that we need to know that it's a time of judgment. But also, I really want women to search their hearts mm-hmm. and be honest, not what the media says they should be. Right. A boss with no employees, <laughs> a queen with no kingdom. You're killing your babies, right? right. Mm. But really search their heart good. and think about what they dreamed about as a young girl. Mm-hmm. They dream, most young women dreamed about yeah. mm-hmm. marriage, mm-hmm. dreamed about their gowns, dreamed about mm-hmm. whether children or, or whatever yeah, it may be. Yeah, and yeah. I'm talking about the previous generation because mm-hmm. this generation is We're in a new little, space. We're, we're in a new we, space. But, but I still but, think uh, they're dreaming. They're, they're, they're still dreaming, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And we need to really go mm-hmm. back to mm-hmm. tearing down all the noise. Yeah. Tearing down what society, media, and mm-hmm. all of this saying that you need to be a bad chick, mm-hmm, a boss, mm-hmm. and all of these things. And yeah. understand, in all actuality, mm-hmm. we want security, right? Stability. Mm-hmm. We want to be loved. We want to be mm-hmm. able to be vulnerable, right? Right. And that's the truth of yeah. what a mm-hmm. woman wants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the other stuff mm-hmm. is peripheral to try to mask right. the fact that those things are lacking. Yes, for and, sure. And we take it out on society or mm-hmm. we, we mm-hmm. mask it. So really 
you yeah. know, get deep down and, and, and be honest with yourself. I love that. I think more women need to have a personal cry out. Just just cry to yourself with the Lord. Just Absolutely. you know, and, and, and if you are, if you're not, is there some girls who just who didn't dream of the wedding and all that there, stuff? There's a, yes. But there's still a dream that's in you. There's still a dream. And all of those things that you talked about that we're lacking or a lot of women like we feel that we lack a lot Absolutely. of a lot of times can be found in operating in our space. Yes. Right. It can be found in being being that quiet calm you don't have to be you know meek and mild all the time i mean that no, not every don't. woman is the same i mean no. obviously right i mean i am an a personality right. <laughs> with a husband that is very meek but when he yeah. say that's enough it's enough it, it, it really is enough <laughs> and i know it <laughs> you right, know? right 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 so I'm not saying be meek and mild, but I mean yeah. all the time, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Not dumbing down yourself at yeah. all, mm-hmm. but recognize right. when enough is enough. Right. When you, you've you crossed the line and be able mm-hmm. to. And be able to step a, back on your side like, without cursing him out along exactly. the way. Um, and, you know, and something else you said that was really, um, that I loved is the, the boss with no employees and the, <laughs> the queen, queen with, with no, no kingdom. kingdom. I'm so tired of that too. Babies. Yeah. Right. I'm so tired of that too. Yeah. You know, it's like we don't have to label ourselves in order to show the world that we're something we don't really see ourselves as. That is just just be it. That is just a sign <laughs> of insecurity when you have to let the world know who you are. Right. When you walk in the room, that means it's not there for them to see right. it without you advertising it. Right. My favorite as we close. Yes. <sighs> My this was great. favorite <laughs> um, woman in the Bible is JL. Mm. JL is someone who does not get a whole lot of attention and credit, but JL to me exemplifies the benefit of being in your right space. Nice. JL was the wife of a commander, a leader, a general, I believe, to the general of the army. And she was back home making weapons in her quarters, maintaining the home, making sure that he had all the weapons necessary to win the war. Absolutely. And it just so happened that the general from the opposing army stumbled into her tent. He was drunk, fell asleep, and she put a tent peg through his temple and took out the opposing army. Ended the war. Absolutely. Ended it all. But had she not been... In that house. So don't tell me that homemakers don't have a role to play either. I get tired of hearing that too. Absolutely. But if she wasn't doing what she was supposed to be doing, playing her position, playing her part, being being an asset to the team instead of trying to be the general, then we would have not, we would have had a different story. Absolutely. And it makes her extremely strong because you have to be really strong to put a tent peg through a temple. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. That was excellent. I don't think there was a better way to end this segment than what you just said. Love JL. Go research her. She's awesome. Thank you so much, Carmenthia. I love you much. This has been a blessing to me as well. Thank you. Hopefully we have encouraged some women. If you are listening and your feelings are hurt, this is that let that be your sign to go do some inward searching. And trust me, I'm telling you, I know some of you don't know me, but believe me, the moment you step into your quiet strength. Absolutely. And it doesn't mean you don't talk. It just means that you operate with strategic intelligence, understanding that our men are under certain levels of pressure and that we are to be their peace and not just say it, but be it. And that we are to comfort them and support them and push them along because as long as they're moving and winning, 
we are right behind them. And that doesn't mean that we don't have a space. Or right beside them. Or right beside them. Right beside them. Whatever's more comfortable, right? Like, Mm -hmm. sometimes I like to be behind Kelvin, right? He's tall. And, I mean, yay. I don't like to see people sometimes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But in most cases, we're right beside each other. Yes. So you're right. You don't have to not be behind him in the literal sense, you know. Yeah. But, you know, but but just walk with him. Yes. And not try to, like, outpace him. Yes. Yes. All right. Thank you so much. Like I always say, disagreement is democracy. You don't have to always agree. But I hope you were able to get something from this, get a different perspective. We've talked about it. Now you go talk about it. Have a great day. Listen each week at thepodcastpark.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen and subscribe. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 